Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Very good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Let me welcome you on our flight Dubai flight to Pattaya and uh, extend special welcome to our Skywards member and loyalty program of Emirates and Fly Dubai. Thank you very much and welcome on board to our special Travelwise podcast on this Boeing 737 MAX going to Pattaya. Or is it Pattaya? We'll find out when we get there. A brand new service from uh, Fly Dubai across to the land of smiles and uh, we're going to be giving you some ideas of what to do in Pattaya. Also Pattaya is a good gateway to Bangkok, it's only about one hour away so we'll be exploring that. But as usual we're starting off the program with aviation news. So welcome on board my flying studio on board this 737 MAX and I'll tell you about the route after we have the latest aviation news. Travelwise. Aviation news. Aviation news and some news which has come in since the recording of our last uh, podcast featuring aviation news. And uh, we have news from Fly Dubai, their annual results for last year, also their new routes to Saudi Arabia. And talking of Saudi Arabia, the hottest news, the latest news really, is regarding a new national airline for the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. It was announced on March the 12th by the country's Crown Prince, Mohammed bin Salman, that the new flag carrier, and this has been uh, on the cards for quite some time, will be called Riyadh Air. So formally launching the new airline in the Saudi capital, he said it would be a wholly owned subsidiary of the country's sovereign wealth organisation, the Public Investment Fund, PIF. In a speech that was, what should we say, somewhat short on detail, he confirmed that former Etihad Airways Group CEO Tony Lewis has been appointed CEO of Saudi Arabia's new flag carrier, Riyadh Air. The announcement made no real details, really. I mean, what we want to know, really, is going to be sort of the timescale for establishing the new uh, airline, uh, some idea of the routes uh, they will be uh, focusing on, and also details of, as they say, equipment, well, details of the aircraft they will be using. So we await that. But we can say that um, the new airline for uh, Saudi Arabia, the new flag carrier, will be named Riyadh Air. As for their current, their existing flag carrier, Saudi Air, nothing was mentioned how they will fit into, what should we say, the country's changing aviation landscape. OK, let's go and stay with Saudi Arabia and fly Dubai have announced that they will be uh, launching four destinations in the kingdom. These include the start of flights to Neom from, uh, well, the middle of March to uh, Najran from the 18th of March and uh, later in the month, al Sumar on the 21st of March and Jizan on April the 26th. So there you go. Right, staying with Fly Dubai uh, on the 1st of March, and this was slightly after the recording of our previous aviation news. That's why it's coming into this one. This is a bit of a special news update, really. Dubai uh, carrier Fly Dubai announced annual results for the year ending the 31st of December 2022. And I guess they're very happy with what they announced on that date. So they... Uh, well, reported a historic profit of 1.2 billion dirhams, that's a whopping 327 million US dollars, an increase of, and this is very impressive, 43% compared to the previous year, 2021. So really reflecting the carrier's strong business model built on cost efficiency and agility. Travel-wise, aviation news. That's the latest aviation news. Well, today we're flying out of Dubai. been looking at the route map out of Dubai, over the Hajar Mountains to the Arabian Sea, then across 
the huge country of India to another sea, the Andaman Sea, which is on the border of Thailand and going down uh, Burma at the top and then down to Thailand and then landing in Pattaya. So, a lot to explore, a lot to see, a lot to do in the land of smiles. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pattaya. The local time here is 7.55 in the evening. Please remain in your seat with your seatbelt fastened until the aircraft has come to a complete stop and the seatbelt sign has been switched off. We hope that you enjoyed your flight today and we look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you for choosing Fly Dubai in partnership with Emirates. Have a good evening. And landing at Patu Airport, which is known as Utapeo, after a seven-hour flight, a very pleasant flight on board the 737 Boeing Max of Fly Dubai. Now, welcome to this podcast. I'm calling it a gateway to Thailand podcast because Pattaya or Pattaya is a new route into Thailand from the Middle East with Fly Dubai offering the daily service. Uh, some daytime flights, some evening flights. So check out schedules for that. Now, in this podcast, what can you expect? Well, we'll take a look at getting around uh, Pattaya and uh, the other part of the northern gulf of thailand we'll be taking a look at some places to stay or not to stay in the case of patia and uh, also different developments okay so quite a lot to get through i'm going to catch up first of all with an old friend of mine he's uh, lived in thailand for a long long time he's in fact uh, running a radio station in hua Hin called surf fm uh, his name is richard jackson he's been on these podcasts on numerous occasions and this time i want to know richard is it patia or pataya well, you know, it, it's kind of um, a yin and yang, really. I mean, <laughs> I call it patio. I always have done. Some people call it something else. So, you know, that's fine. Is um, it fair to uh, say it's Bangkok on the way. sea? No. Okay. I don't think so. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Close. Elaborate. But, you know, government, government is developing that whole region of Pattaya all right so yeah. if we if you take Bangkok up in the north it's like you know at the top of the tooth um there's Bangkok to the southwest is Hoi Hin to the southeast is Pattaya yeah. and of course you've got the Gulf of Thailand so you can go down there so they're really developing all of that stretch from Bangkok through Chambury down to Pattaya down to Rayong which is Rayong, more of an yeah. industrial area um and um you know, it, it is on permanent development, really. Um, you know, pa Paddy is still a bit of a, you know, a fun, a fun sin city, I guess. A lot of people might call it that. Um, but it's also got, got cleaned up quite a bit. There's a lot of good stuff down there. You know, there's a lot of good facilities. If you, you know, if you like, I guess infrastructure is a lot better than it was. Yeah. And the quality of uh, hotels and stays there are much, much better than, say, five or ten years ago. So there's been a lot of development. And, and the other thing is that they really want to boost the IT infrastructure around that area. They're really trying to, you know, encourage um, business to develop there. Um, there's a seaport at Chambury. Um, and, of course, the airport, the Pattaya Airport, which is actually called Utapau Airport, that's been under um, renovation and expansion. That's pretty well ongoing. And they're also developing a, um, a high-speed train between mm. the airport and Pattaya through Chambury up to Bangkok. So, you know, Great. the whole region is really in the process of being developed. Yeah, and from what you're saying there, it could be the Silicon Valley of Thailand with uh, the interest in yeah. uh, IT and so on. 
Thank you, Richard. Always good to catch up with you and continue on the theme of infrastructure development in this part of Thailand. Uh, the airport we flew into, Utapeo, at the moment is, uh, what should we say, a, a bit... Um, on the short side when it comes to amenities because on the way out of of uh, Dalian back to Dubai uh, a little delay and I want to get a coffee well it was quite interesting actually because you went to a little kiosk there was uh, an urn of hot water there and uh, the coffee came in a little sachet same with the tea in the tea bag and you did it yourself that's how it was there was a very small um, duty free shop open uh, and that was about it so if you need anything or you're thinking of buying some uh, snacks, some sandwiches, get them ahead of arriving at Utapaya Airport. Anyway, big news there regarding infrastructure development. Uh, the Thai authorities, the Thai government, in fact, are offering or promising to build an, a $9 billion US to- dollar aviation city for tourists based around Utapaya Airport, which has got a lot of history. It was um, used during the Vietnam War. And uh, it was a, a base there for Americans to fly in the ammunitions and logistics to go up to uh, northern Thailand to take part in that in that war. Anyway, uh, the airport itself is in a good location. It would support the main airport for Thailand in Bangkok, uh, but also being um, constructed and developed as an av- aviation centre. With cultural villages, retail for uh, shop, retail outlets for shopping, uh, entertainment as well, and they're talking about uh, starting on this this year. Uh, and they're looking forward to uh, developing Utapaya or Pattaya International Airport, which could eventually uh, receive between 60 million and 75 million passengers per annum. Construction on what is going to be a mega uh, project, a mega structure to begin early this year, 2023. So there you go. Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Travelwise in the land of smiles, Thailand. I'm Phil Blizzard and uh, the focus really is Pattaya or Pattaya. And uh, looking at various aspects, some of the attractions there, also where to stay, perhaps where not to stay. And we were talking about the new airport and uh, staying with aviation, a bit of an aviation theme there, because one of the attractions I found in the centre of Pattaya was Terminal 21. Uh, aircraft outside, luggage uh, inside, and uh, a lot of aviation aspects. It was a shopping mall, a fairly new shopping mall. And uh, you could go off to different parts of the world, and different floors would have different themes. So that was quite interesting. If you're an aviation buff, go along. There's a couple of big aircraft outside, and uh, a very much a, a strong aviation theme. There's also one in Bangkok as well. It's part of the King Group, or King Power, I think it is, who are sort of the duty-free people in, in Thailand itself. Well, what about getting around? We'll have a look at that. There's a couple of good uh, tips for you coming your way regarding getting around uh, the land of smiles, not just Pattaya, and uh, also accommodation and my thoughts of uh, this gateway, a gateway to uh, Bangkok, gateway to other parts of Thailand, including my journey down to Hua Hin, the Royal Resort. Travelwise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Getting around in uh, Pattaya, the Gulf of Thailand area, in fact, in uh, Bangkok as well. Uh, good ways to download, start off and download the Grabit app, which uh, is in English as well as Thai. And uh, it's a way, it's like an Uber, really, except you don't have to put money up front for, for getting a taxi. And uh, it'll tell you where the taxi are, how close they are, and how long it will take to get you. So Grabit is a good way of getting information and booking taxis. The way, um, I've travelled around a lot from... Um, 
Pattaya down to Hua Hin and back up to Bangkok. So I had a job in Bangkok and back down to uh, back across to Pattaya. And a, a, a car with a driver, really good value. Let me give you a couple of examples. Pattaya to Bangkok, which is about an hour and a half or two hours, cost with a driver, uh, very nice car, driver, and uh, always supplied uh, water as well. Around about, so let me convert it quickly, about 150 dirhams. Not bad, eh? And then from Pattaya down to Hua Hin, which is a four-hour journey, that was like 300 dirhams. So a good way, a good way to relax, enjoy the, uh, the ride down. Can be, can be very interesting. You see all sorts of things uh, on the road down from uh, Pattaya down to Hua Hin. Now, as for, as for Pattaya itself, well, a bit of a shock the first night. Uh, dark, 10 o'clock, going to the heart of Pattaya. And um, I wouldn't go back to that part again. Bit on, what should we say? What should we say? A bit on the seedy side. <laughs> loud bars, loud music. Um, European guys doing what they do when they're away from home, I suppose. And uh, decided to um, move on the next morning. <laughs> Checked out the hotel a day early. It was going to have two nights there to check out Pattaya. But a completely different story on the return. So I'll give it another go. On the way back, I thought, give it another go before I fly back to uh, Dubai. So went to an area called, um, it was a beach area. Wat, uh, Wongamat, Wongamat, which is very, very nice. It's um, northern uh, Pattaya, before you get into the main part, the seedy part. Wongamat is there. And a very nice hotel, a boutique hotel, Golden Tulip, a name we know of in the, in the Middle East and UAE. And uh, they've got a very nice uh, hotel, beach resort, not very big, got a private beach, very, very nice indeed. Lots of good little restaurants up the road. So a little tip for you, if you fancy somewhere bit on the quiet side, away from the the, uh, the hustle and bustle of the city centre. Why not try Wangamat area? Uh, several hotels there, a lot of condos, a lot of apartments for rent, and uh, quite a few Europeans. I'm bumping into the odd person, well, the occasional person I know from uh, from the Middle East. So it's a yeah, a nice area. Uh, Wangamat, Wangamat, and the Golden Tulip. Highly recommended. The Golden Tulip Resort. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Welcome back to my Pattaya experience, the gateway from Dubai, the Middle East with Fly Dubai into Pattaya and a gateway to other parts of uh, the land of smiles. Now, I was saying I found a very nice boutique hotel in uh, Wangamat, which is northern Pattaya, and it was the Golden Tulip Resort and private beach and everything else there. And not far, looking out to sea beyond the right-hand side, one of the big attractions for this part of Thailand, the Sanctuary of Truth, which is an amazing temple fortress made of wood. It's the, it's the largest one in the world, apparently, and the construction is still going on. It started 40-odd years ago, and a tour of the, the temple is absolutely inciting. Uh, and a tour of the temple is fascinating. Uh, a guided tour in uh with guys talking in different languages so obviously i went on the english one my thai is not that good i know a bit of thai of course but uh anyway guided around the temple it's absolutely fascinating it's a massive structure and all the carving is done by hand it's basically an army of carvers and artisans who are creating magnificent wooden carvings which are then placed into the temple going up and up and up, about 500 feet, I do believe. Absolutely huge. Started, uh, as I said, 40-odd years ago. Work still underway in terms of additional work to it and also renovation of some of the older pieces. Other things to do there at the temple, well, there's activities like a... uh, 
a riverboat ride. There's the, 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 the gardens, which are extremely relaxing. Some fine time, time music being played. And uh, rides on uh, elephants, if you like that sort of thing. I know it's a bit of a discussion point. Uh, should elephants be used uh, to provide t- uh, rides for tourists? Well, they look extremely well. They looked, uh, they seem to be really well looked after. So, and yeah, if, if elephants smile, these were smiling. <laughs> they were indeed, especially when they got food from from visitors to the Sanctuary of Truth. Fantastic uh, place to go and visit. Well worth it. Okay, uh, I'm Phil Blizzard with the uh, podcast Travel Wise, and uh, in part two of this special, which will be in a few weeks' time, we'll be going from Pattaya, it's a gateway, as I said, uh, to other parts of Thailand. So that will be in part two of our special Pattaya Gateway podcast here on Travel Wise. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. And if you would like to have a podcast production for your organization, do get in touch with me. Drop me an email, philblizzardmedia at gmail.com. A Phil Blizzard radio production. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and, and interviews. interviews.